Extension Time. Welcome to Ancient Time. This is a bonus episode. This is a special episode. I'm your host, Ross. Jeffrey is not here again. Hopefully he'll be back with the next episode. We shall see in the future. Sitting opposite me is my friend Mike. He will be chiming in on occasion. How's it going, people? (laughs) Uh, This episode is an update on the DCU future. Last year, Warner Brothers... Discovery announced that blockbuster filmmaker James Gunn and producer extraordinaire Peter Safran had been hired as co-chairmen and CEOs of DC Studios. The new studio taped, tapped with overseeing all DC film, TV, animation, and game projects going forward. Since then, of course, DC fans have already pretty much been wondering the same thing. What is next from the competitor of Marvel. What are they working on for the fans to enjoy? Are the rumors true or not? James Gunn released a video on TikTok Tuesday after addressing the same, some of these questions. Gunn and Saffron have unveiled the first 10 interconnected DC Studios projects, five movies, and five HBO Max TV series. All 10 of them are set within the same shared universe and will frequently share characters. However, while not included below, there will be films set aside the shared outside the shared continuity. Like the already announced Joker Foley Adus from director Todd Phillips and Matt Reeves upcoming the Batman sequel. These quotes are from both James Gunn and Peter Safran. The DCE use a multiverse, but we're going to be focusing on one universe from that multiverse, explained Saffron. And if something isn't DCU, we're going to make that very clear. So strictly adult fare like Todd Phillips' Joker, or kids' animation like Teen Titans Go, we're going to make it very clear that those are DC Elseworlds, just the same way that they do do it in the comic books. So, uh, people don't know, the Elseworlds are an alternate universe. It's like the DC multiverse, or in the Marvel multiverse. Uh, familiar characters like Superman and Batman are obviously represented, but Gunn, Saffron, and the creative teams they've been working with are pulling from unexpected corners of the DC universe as well. Here at DC, we have Metropolis, Gotham, Themyscira, Atlantis, Bialya, this is the world that we're creating, Gun shares. We're coming into a world where superheroes exist and have ex- existed for from some time in one form or another. And that's the universe. We are telling a big, huge, central story that is like Marvel. Except that I think we're a lot more planned out than Marvel. From the beginning, because we've got a, gotten a group of writers together to work story out completely. While all 10 of the below projects are in active development, some are further along than others, and both Gun and Saffron emphasize that things may shift around. What we're starting with today is the first part of the first chapter of our universe, reveals Saffron. The 
first chapter is called Gods and Monsters. Many of the following projects are already being worked on, but we're remaining flexible and we're going to be adjust because we're never going to put a project in production before the script is right. This is a general timeline, but there will be a flexibility within it. Yeah, the creature commandos. James Gunn said the first series we're doing and I've already written the entire series. This is a, Creature Commandos is a animated TV series and this is the art of the animation company that doing it. Creature Commandos is based on a great team from DC. What we're doing with the DCU is we're having animation tied directly into live action television, movies, and games and all intertwined within the same universe. We're going to cast actors that are going to be able to play the characters in this as well as in other things some of which we've already cast or written all seven episodes of this show and is in production now. So they, yeah, they've gotten Creature Commandos ready. But like anything good, they're gonna make you wait. And it's and it's DC. D DC's I think will do it one better than Marvel. Next up, uh, Superman Legacy. I'm I'm looking forward to this. Saffron said, "This is really the launch of the DCU. The first two projects are an amuse bouche for what's coming with Superman Legacy. James is currently writing it. We're hoping that." he will direct it it's not an origin story it focuses on superman balancing his kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing superman rep represents truth justice and the american way he is kind in a world that it, that thinks of kindness as old-fashioned gun said with our stories we want to make take it away from good guy versus bad guy there are really good almost saintly people and Superman is among them. There are really terrible villains like Gorilla Grodd or the Joker. And then there's everybody in between them. So there are all these shades of gray, which allow us to tell complex stories. Serpon said, and we have a release date for this, July 11th, 2025. So yeah, they're they're planning out, they're doing like Marvel did. They're, they're starting to set up a good, like, Phase one, phase two, phase three, where you're like, okay, I've got to wait two more years for this to come out, but it, it's going to build up anticipation. Yeah, let's hope it's just as good. Oh, yeah. Because, well, then they, they build anticipation for these new series. And with this anticipation, they bring some good stuff. And and especially if it's done right. Oh, yeah, it's got to be done right. Because if you don't do it right, you're going to let a lot of your fans down. Especially to Superman fans. Well, DC fans of each genre, or each hero. Yeah. Because, I mean, between... I've never seen a Creature Commandos, but, I mean, there's Superman, there's Lanterns. I mean, there's Lanterns. Yeah. Let's hope the, they do better with the with the Green, Green Lantern. It'll be better than... Do a better Green Lantern series... 
than the last live action Green Lantern movie. Yeah. Which kind of bombed. Well, it was a TV, uh, movie. Yeah. And then I think they tried to do Green Lantern with in uh, the Arrowverse, and then that kind of just tanked. But speaking of lanterns, Saffron goes on to say, Our next project is another television series. We call it Lanterns, and it is a starring two of our favorite Green Lanterns, Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. It's going to be with HBO Max. All of our, our series are that we're going to talk about today is more of a true detective mystery with our two lanterns, a terrestrial-based mystery. That'll be interesting. A Green Lantern detective series. The terrestrial one. So they'll all be lanterns of Earth, but they'll do some spacey stuff. James Gunn said that leads into the overall story that we're telling throughout the different movies and television shows. We find the ancient horror on Earth, and these guys are basically super cops in pre-Saint Earth. Pre-Saint Earth. Saffron says, The story is going to weave back and forth between the films and the television shows. Peacemaker is a good example of how that works. And that's what we're going to do with this big overarching story that we're telling. So yeah, you had the Peacemaker series, and then you had the Suicide Squad movies, and the new Suicide Squad movie. And I think what they're saying is that when they release a DC game, it's going to bounce the middle. Which would be nice. <clears throat> yeah, we because we're able to tie a lot of this stuff uh, t- t- together. Yeah, so that, it's so that way you can go from watching one. Okay, well I'm gonna I want to play the game. Like, oh, the game just left off. Where does that lead? Oh, now there's a TV series coming out picking up where that left off. Then there's a series called The Authority. James Gunn said, "This is one of my real passion projects." I've been working real hard on it with the writers, and we're starting to put together the entire story. This is a big movie. I don't know how many of you are familiar with the Authority. They're Wildstorm characters. Wildstorm was a comics imprint that was bought by DC, and I really love. We're removing a lot of these Wildstorm characters into the DCU. So we have new new soups coming. The Authorities is a very different kind of superhero story. They are basically good-intentioned, but they think that the world is completely broken, and the only way to fix it is to take things into their own hands, so they're vigilantes. Whether that makes that means killing people, destroying heads of state, changing governments, basically, whatever they want to do to make the world better, we'll see how that journey goes for them. There are more morally great characters in our DCU, of which these are. <laughs> so we've got what, what maybe like the Deadpool's now of the DC universe. Yeah, that they're not afraid to do when it's necessary to get the job done. Yeah, do we go after the people that need to be gone after? Yeah, that'll be interesting. And there's a series called Paradise, a story called Paradise Lost. Saffron says. This is a Game of Thrones type story about Themyscira, Paradise Island, home of the Amazons, and the birthplace of Wonder Woman. This involves all of the, all of the darkness, drama, and political intrigue behind this story of only women. James Gunn said, 
It's an origin story of how the society of women came about. What does it mean? What are the politics like? What are the, what are their rules? Who's in charge? What are the games that they play with each other to get to the top? I think it's really exciting. Saffron said, The events really take place before Diana's birth. And if you don't know who Diana is, you don't know DC because Princess Diana is Wonder Woman. Yeah. Or as all the all the fans now call her uh, Gal Gadot. Yeah. And there's a few of us that are just like, hmm, Wonder Woman. <laughs> Go Gal Gadot on those long legs. Yeah. Oof. Then on to the Brave and the Bold. It had an animated series, but James Gunn goes on to say, This is the introduction of the DCU's Batman. It is not Robert Pattinson. It is not Ben Affleck. We're working with Robert on the Batman Part 2 with Matt Reeves. And we're working with Ben Affleck, who has been a part of our team, trying to bring things together. And he really wants to direct one of our projects. We're excited for him to do that. So, wow. It may be a, a Ben Affleck production. Yeah. Hopefully this will be good. This is a story of Damian Wayne, who's Batman's actual son that he didn't know existed for the first eight to ten years of his life. He was raised as the as a little murderer and assassin. God, he's my favorite Robin. It is based on the Grant Morrison comic run, which is one of my favorite Batman runs. We're putting it all together right now, and I believe that was from James Gunn. Whew. I think it's going to be a little yeah, bit darker. Yeah, I'll be sure... Damien and Bridge will probably butt heads in, in, in it. So. When you look up the article on DC.com, they actually show it. It looks like Robin's trying, he's got a long sword and it's like he's trying to attack Batman. It's like, whoa. Saffron goes on to say, this is going to feature other members of the extended Bat family. Just because we feel like they've been left out of the Batman stories in, in the theater for far too long. Yes, yeah, but just um, a matter of time when they get the brought in. Oh yeah, they have bring, to have their own stories. They're gonna bring, they're gonna bring in Batgirl. You know they're gonna probably bring in Nightwing or Dick Grayson and probably Batwoman at some yeah. point. Man, that'd be interesting. This is what I'm curious about to see how it's gonna turn out. Booster Gold. God, I remember the small the one. Saffron said, a total fan favorite, as you know, a loser from the future who uses his basic future technology to come back to today to pretend to be a superhero. James Gunn said, I think of it as a basically the story of a superhero imposter syndrome. How do you deal with it? It's about how he tries to use the, this future tech to be loved by the people of today. What is really at the base of that? It's a character story that's going to be a very different type of show. How it's a TV series. And we're talking to an actor about it right now. Now this one also another interesting one. I mean, it's on the same super side, but Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. I think it's going to be more of a dark, dark, a little bit grittier. Gunn says this is based on Tom King and Billyquis Evely's wonderful comic. Tom has been one of the the architects of this entire situation. He's been one of the guys in the room with us, along with four or five other writers. I love his take on these characters. He just turns them slightly to be something very unique. In our story, we have Superman who, who was sent to Earth 
and raised incredibly lovingly parents. Kara was on Krypton. She was on a piece of Krypton that drifted away from the planet that she lived there for the first 14 years of her life, in a horrible situation where she watched everyone around her die. So she's a much harsher and more fucked up Supergirl than you've been used to so used to thus far. Yeah. So I mean, you've seen always in Supergirl, and she's always this teenage girl. Yeah. Ha ha, happy. Yeah, it's a little more edge to her. Oh yeah, I think because I mean, stranded on a, on a piece of your home world has been destroyed, and yeah, you had to probably fight for your way. And yeah, I, I'd be on edge too <laughs> <laughs> if I were in her sister situation. Having to fight, I mean, and she probably didn't come to Earth until far later. Yeah. Then we have a swamp thing, thing a swamp thing, thing coming. <laughs> Saffron goes on to say. The final film we wanted to talk about is Swamp Thing. We bring it up because it is important to point out that in these stories, although they're interconnected, they're not all totally the same. Tonal, tonally the same. I get those mixed up sometimes. Each set of filmmakers bring their own aesthetic to these films. And the fun is seeing how these tonally different works mash up in the future. So Supergirl, Superman, the Lanterns, and Swamp Thing. Interesting. This is a film that will investigate the darker origins of Swamp Thing. I don't even know what origins of Swamp Thing. I think he used to be a human. That would make sense. Yeah. James Gunn goes on to say, We are actually developing a few other things as well. But for one reason or another, we can't say them. This is the first batch of stuff. But there may be a couple of surprises to come. I think that we've gotten lucky with the next four movies because we have Shazam, which leads into Flash, which resets everything, which then goes into Blue Beetle, which is totally disconnected from everything that came before and can be a part of the DCU, which goes into Aquaman, which leads into Superman Legacy, our first big project, he explains. But the one thing that we can promise is that everything from our first project forward will be canon. Quoting canon myself on his quote. And will be connected. We're using some actors from the past. We're not using other actors from the past. But everything that from that moment forward will be connected and consistent. From James Gunn. So the DCU is branching out. They're going to pull stuff from the the past pull some stuff from the past not stuff from the past they're gonna keep you going huh so don't count on Henry Cavill coming back as Superman I would think going forward they're gonna recast a lot of the power players yeah you've got to keep your eyes open and your ears open because I mean uh, that just dropped Tuesday morning uh, the last week of January and I saw it on TikTok, and I was like, hey, our fans need to hear this. Because, I mean, from from stateside to all the way over to Asia, Asia and Europe and Australia. I mean, let them know about the DCU world. And, I mean, as we learn more stuff, I will share it with y'all. Yeah, hopefully at some point they'll do a live-action Teen Titans movie at some point. There's a Teen Titans series on... 
I think on on something. Uh, I think I think I think one of the streaming platforms. Yeah, and it's, I think it's a different Teen Titans. Yeah, I think they could. That's Adam and this uh, DCU continuity. Well, I think what DCU is gonna do now is I think they're gonna they're gonna put all these little nuggets out and kind of build that web up. So when when they get the first chunk done, they're gonna drop a big movie, like like I don't want to say like the DC, call it the DC League League of Superheroes, do something like big like a box office hit where it'd be like all the all the big major players, all of them, the normal players, just like Marvel did. Yeah, they will release all the movies, they will release the TV series, and so let's say you play some character, let's say you play Booster Gold in one of the video games. You will then go, okay, well, now it's, like, the Justice League of, of, of Superheroes. And then you'll you'll get, like, Booster Gold, you'll get Supergirl, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. And then you maybe you'll get Plastic Man in there. you like, what yeah. the hell is this dude? Just, you gotta stay up to date with the Marvel and the DC because it's, like, like two siblings. They're gonna compete for Mommy and Daddy's interest. Yeah. The only thing is, is we're the parents and... But they're doing it smart. I mean, I would do it if I had the technology. But all of this information was brought to you by TikTok, or came from TikTok. And the DC.com website. And well, from James Gunn and his, and Peter Safran. And so, as like I said, as DC comes out with more, I'm going to bring it to you. And hopefully, in the next week... Our next episode will be either Alice in Borderland, which is an outstanding series. Yeah, it is worth the watch. And it's worth marathon. Spend the spend the day in marathon. Yeah. It. Um, so thank you to those guys who wrote wrote Alice in Borderland because that was beautiful. Um, and then there's gonna be uh, Denzimon is our next Sentai, and we've got some movies coming out. But as always. Like Jeffrey says, it's henshin time. <laughs>